Hello and welcome, and thank you for listening to another episode of Pokedex Radio by Flashlight Studios. My name is Gabriel, and today is May 8th, 2009. Before we get started, I just want to apologize. Um, if you can hear that I'm a little bit nasally today, I have a little bit of a head cold. Um, I don't know what's up with that. Uh, I'm not sick or anything, it's just um, my nose is a little stuffy. I think it was probably because of the air conditioner in my house last night. So I just wanted to quickly apologize for that. Today's topic will be the first generation of Pokemon. Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. We'll also be talking about Fire Red and Leaf Green versions of the game which came out in the third generation. They were remakes of the original Red and Blue. But before we get into our main topic, let's get into the news. Today we have some exciting news for you guys. Um, this just came out minutes before I'm recording this episode. I just found out that there is going to be remakes of Gold and Silver, the original games from the Johto region. There are going to be remakes for the Generation 4. These games are going to be called Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. They're going to be released in 2009 in Japan, so most likely around September-October, which is the normal release months for Pokemon games. I just found this out, like I said, minutes before I was recording, and I'm actually still shaking from excitement to hear about this. This is something that's been speculated for a few years now, since the remake of Fire Red, uh, of the original Red and Blue games, Fire Red and Leaf Green, that we're actually going to be talking about later on in this episode. I was going to, originally I was going to tell you guys about an article on Kotaku.com, which was originally on Bubblepedia.com, uh, or .net, telling about that there is going to be an announcement on Sunday, May 10th, on a TV show in Japan that they're going to be announcing some new game. Uh, two new games, actually. The news came out, I guess, a little bit earlier on the website, and luckily I was able to find it so I could put it in the show today that, you know, they're going to be remaking Gold and Silver, uh, which is, like I said, is going to be coming out later on this year in Japan around fall season, so we should be getting it around maybe February or even... March, yeah, March, February of 2010, so looking forward to that. So I guess that's it for the exciting news today. We do have two more articles, but they're not as exciting as, you know, obviously the remakes of Gold and Silver, but let's get into those. The game I've been telling you guys about even before, uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of the Sky, was released on April 25th, uh, 2009 in Japan. The game sold almost 150,000 copies on its first day in Japan, so hopefully we'll be seeing the game soon. Maybe later on this summer. Maybe even uh, uh, later on this fall. It should be maybe the summer because uh, it came out about a couple weeks ago. About, about, a, about a week and a half ago. So we should be seeing uh, the game Explorers of the Sky later on this year. And don't forget that May 12th, if you live in the United States, May 12th is the last day that you can get the Rotom Key event on your Pokemon Platinum video game. You go into the Mystery Gift on Wi-Fi and you can download the Rotom Key event. So hopefully you guys... Uh, Get to hear this episode if you haven't already heard about the Rotom Key event by now. Let's get on to our main topic. Today our main topic, like I said before, is the first generation of Pokemon games, Red, Blue, and Yellow. And we'll also be talking about Fire Red and Leaf Green, their remakes that were in the third generation. Red, Blue, and Yellow, if you've, uh, if you've ever played it, or if you've played Fire Red and Leaf Green, they're just about the same games. Red and Blue were the first two video games ever to come out for Pokemon. Uh, in the U.S., they were released uh, in September of 19 uh, 1998. In Japan, they were released in February 1996 as Red and Green. 
and then their third game was released in October 90, of 96, was their Pokemon Blue. So in Japan came out red, green, blue, and then yellow. But for us, we got red, blue, and then yellow in the U.S. and pretty much everywhere else around the world except Japan. These games took place in the Kanto region, and some cities in the Kanto region like Pallet Town, Viridian City, Pewter City, Vermilion City, Fuchsia City, and so on. The game, pretty much, uh, the player starts in Pallet Town and goes on his adventure to gather the eight badges, defeat the Elite Four, catch all the Pokemon, and become a Pokemon Master. Pretty much the same thing as every other Pokemon game that's ever come out. A couple of the badges are like the Boulder Badge, Cascade Badge, Thunder Badge. Uh, there's the Earth Badge, Rainbow Badge, and so on. There's actually a little plot to the game, as in every other Pokemon game. Um, Team Rocket, which is this game, and also Generation 2, uh, the Johto games, which are, like I said, are going to be remade. They, their plot also revolves around Team Rocket uh, trying to steal Pokemon for their, uh, for their own benefit. But you really don't know exactly what it's for. All you know is they're trying to steal Pokemon for something, and, and you don't really get, get a good sense of why. Maybe it's for money, maybe it's to sell Pokemon on like the black market or whatever, or, or something to that sort. But you really don't get to find out exactly what they're going to be using them for. Fire and Leaf Green were the remakes of Red and Blue. Uh, we, we were able to get green this time instead of, them, instead of there being a blue, and there was no blue version of these games. But they were for Generation 3, they were for the Game Boy Advance. Like I said, they're the same storyline as Red and Blue, except now there's a, there's this new area of the game called the Sevi Islands. Um, there are seven islands, you know, Sevi, seven. There are seven different islands that you're able to go ahead and catch Johto region Pokemon on those islands. Uh, there's a couple of things added, like the national decks, uh, like the Sevi Islands. The, uh, obviously, the graphics are upgraded because it's, you know, Generation 3 game. You're able to own... All, all of the 386 Pokemon that were available during uh, by Generation 3. They mention a few things that could actually allude to the remake of, of Gold and Silver. Uh, that's the reason people have been anticipating a remake. Not only because Red and Blue were remade for Fire, Wind, Leaf, Green, but because they, they keep dropping hints. And, I've not and everybody's noticed it for the longest time. If you search the internet, you'll be able to find a, a bunch of, uh, I guess you can say, conspiracies, that's not the right word, but it's the first word that comes to mind, about about the games possibly alluding to a remake of Gold and Silver. They mention um, on, uh, on Route 25, right above, uh, they mention on Route 25, right above Cerulean City, where Bill's house is, right in front of Bill's house, there's a little bridge, and even in the old games, I believe, they say, uh, uh, oh, this bridge is like a, is where kids go to date and stuff like that. They mention... Uh, Janine. In the in the game Fire Red and Leaf Green, they miss they misspell her name as Sharon, but her name is actually Janine. And if you've played the Gold and Silver games, you'll know Janine is the daughter of Koga, who takes over her gym. And they mention her saying that that's where she goes to that's where she goes on her dates and stuff like that. But that's uh maybe a hint that they're going to be remaking Gold and Silver, and now we know that they are. Um, even in the fourth generation games now, uh, Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, you get to see uh Jasmine, who is the leader of uh. The, the sixth gym in the in the Johto region, and you know she gives you the uh, the uh, the HM for waterfall. Can't remember which city she was in. I want to say yeah, Olivine City. It was the gym leader in Olivine City. Let's see who else. The Gyarados. At the beginning of Diamond and Pearl, they don't mention it in Platinum, to my knowledge, but they do mention it in Diamond and Pearl. When you first start up the game, when you start up a new game, 
um, at the very beginning, they show like a they show you looking at at your TV, and they mention the Red Gyarados. Obviously, the Red Gyarados is from the Gold and Silver series uh, at the Lake of Rage, where Team Rocket goes ahead and makes this Gyarados go crazy, and it's a shiny red Gyarados. There, there's a lot of hints and stuff to them remaking the Gold and Silver games. I know I'm not talking about the first generation too much, but because I'm really looking at this right now about Gold and Silver. But the games, uh, the Fire Red and Leaf Green, they, they implement a few things. You're able to catch some Johto Pokemon, and you they put in the national decks... They even mention a lot of stuff about the Kanto region in Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum games, especially when uh, when you see Professor Oak come in, and you see Professor Oak also come in on, in the uh, the Generation 3 uh, Hoenn games, Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. Well, mostly just Emerald, when he gives you one of the Johto starters. So that's that's uh, uh, it's pretty cool that you get to see you know different regions all interacting together, and different games kind of interacting together. One reason I decided to go ahead and do an episode about the first generation, not only because, you know, it's something we can talk about and something that gives us a, a brand new episode, but um, also pretty much the, the nostalgia factor. Anybody who's actually played the old red, blue, and yellow games uh, knows what I'm talking about. Actually, those who have played the games when they originally first came out, or maybe within the year or two when after they came out, it's just, you know, going back almost ten years ago to to, you know, to replay these games and... Playing the Fire Red and Leaf Green just kind of brought me back to to that time. You know, I was like, what, eight, nine years old, something like that. It just kind of brought me back to, to a more simpler time, I guess you can call it. Uh, a more simpler time in my life. You know, you know, sitting in elementary school, there's not really much to do. And you sit there and you play Pokemon all day. I remember um, most people's schools around the U.S. and I guess, I guess around the world, I don't know if it happened anywhere else. Um, they started banning Pokemon, if anybody remembers that. And my elementary school had started taking taking the games away from us, and they wouldn't allow us to get the games back until our parents came and picked us up, and they could also pick up our games at the end of the day. And, I, I mean, I know it happened a lot. Uh, luck, I was lucky enough never to have my game taken away, because I would always hide it, or I would play after school, you know, waiting for my, uh, for my mother to come pick me up from school. Or even uh, wait until the end of the day to go ahead and play my games. Even then, sometimes I would uh, see my friends getting their games taken away, because even though we were not in school anymore, we were still on school campus, and we weren't allowed to have uh, Pokemon games, Pokemon cards, and stuff like that on school campus. And uh, I think that's one, that's, um, one, one of the big pushing, uh, one of the big uh, starting points for the Pokemon fad starting to die down, at least in the U.S., uh, even though there are still hundreds and thousands of people who still play Pokemon, millions and millions, they still play Pokemon to this day, you know, you guys listening, and obviously me, and there are other, um, like Pokemon websites and Pokemon podcasts and stuff like that, so you can, so so it's obvious that yes, there are a lot of people that still play, uh, especially like when um, when Platinum came out and when Diamond and Pearl came out, and even during some of these events, uh, like uh, every every uh, every once in a while, like the Regigigas event, the Shaman event. I remember a couple of years ago during the Mew event, there was you there was a line in the Toys R Us for the Mew event because it was for Game Boy Advance and you had to trade your game, and you had to trade between the games. There was just a line of maybe about 150 people in that Toys R Us, and it just kind of wrapped around the uh, the little uh, what they call the R zone, the, um, the little electronics place where you can find all the video games and stuff like that. And it just kind of just kind of gives me a you know a sense of pride. Yes, I do play Pokemon. Yes, you can make fun of me because of it. You know, I don't care. Like I've uh, actually had a friend um, who wants to, to help me out with uh, with this uh, doing this podcast, who 
didn't realize at first that the game that the podcast was about Pokemon, and he just and he just kind of you know gave me a look, uh, like a like a like you know really Pokemon kind of look. But I mean, I really don't care, you know, you know, to each his own, you know. I like Pokemon. You may not, you know, big deal. So yeah, I've I've kind of gone on on a little uh, tangent here. So let's get back to the show. So I guess that's it for the main topic today on Pokemon Red and Blue, Fire Red, Leaf Green, and and Yellow version from before, and the obviously the original Green version from before. Let's get on to our Pokemon of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? The Pokemon of the episode today I decided to go with is Meowth, mainly because you know Meowth is famously known for being with. Uh, for being with Team Rocket, pretty much being their mascot in the anime, and even in uh, Yellow version, you see uh, Team Rocket, Jesse, and James, and they have Meowth as one of their Pokemon to battle against. And also, Meowth is a first-generation Pokemon, so I decided to go with him. Uh, Meowth, a normal-type Pokemon, it evolves at level 28 to a Persian. Uh, it has two abilities, uh, either Pickup or Technician. The ability Pickup has a 10% chance of finding a hold item after battle, meaning that uh, a- after a battle, you have a 10% chance of seeing your Meowth holding something. Depending on what level it's at, it'll be holding a different kind of item. If it's at a lower level, you'll see it maybe holding a potion, or a revive, or a great ball, or something of that sort. Uh, once you start getting to higher levels, you'll see it, You'll uh, in, the, in the fourth generation, you'll see it holding a, a maybe Earthquake, a Dusk Stone, a Dawn Stone, or, or something something actually useful, like uh, King's Rock or something like that. Which is actually a really useful ability to to have on, on a Pokemon. Uh, the second ability you could have on a Meowth is Technician. Technician um, is moves with a base power of 60 or less is raised 1.5 times. Which is a very good ability, especially if you have Stab uh, on it, meaning same type attack bonus. With Meowth, he's a normal type Pokemon. So the only stab moves it would get is a normal type. So let's say um, a move like Payday, which only has 40, it would then get let's see 1.5. It would then get 60 uh, base attack for that attack. Let's see if I can find any normal type attacks that or that could be for it uh, that would have 60. And I don't see any. Okay. So yeah. So I guess one of those would um. Uh, if it if, if there was an attack, uh, pretty much any attack, so other than just stab, stab attacks, uh, any attack that would be 60 it would go, it would be raised up to 90 base attack, which is really good, especially for Pokemon like uh, I know um, Scyther has Technician, uh, which is a great ability, especially if you're using a, a Scizor for like a move like Bullet Punch. Um, his attack is already really high. And uh, and bullet punch then gets raised uh, even uh, to a, a good 90, which is a, a really good solid base attack, a di- base attack power for for an attack, which is is really great. Uh, like I said, Meowth evolves at level 28 to Persian. Persian has a different ability other than pickup. Uh, pickup uh, when you evolve a Persian, pickup turns into limber. So no longer does your Pokemon have the ability pickup, but now it has the ability limber. Um, I think I believe also Ditto has has the ability Limber too. What Limber does is the Pokemon cannot be under the paralyzed condition while having this ability, meaning your Pokemon cannot be paralyzed at all, which is really good. Um, it's it's always good to have uh, an ability that 
either negates a, a certain kind of attack, like this one can't be paralyzed, so obviously like stuff like Thunder Wave can't be used, um, can't be really be used against it, or or uh, other abilities like uh, I think Flash Fire is one of them that Fire type moves don't work against it, uh, don't work against that kind of Pokemon. I believe I believe is the ability Flash Fire, but uh, yeah, it's always very good, especially if you're playing uh, competitively to have a move like like Limber or even Technician. These are two great abilities to have on a Pokemon. Let's go with Persian stats. I'm not going to do Meowth stats because obviously you're not going to want to sit there and play with a, a Meowth competitively. You're obviously going to want to go ahead and evolve it into a Persian. Uh, his um, his base stats are HP 65, Attack 70, Defense 60, Special Attack 65, Special Defense 65, and Speed 115. It's actually a great speed to have on a Pokemon. Um, I've actually never used a Meowth or a Persian, so I was actually kind of surprised to see that its speed is, is actually kind of really good <laughs> um, to find areas to catch Meowth. In the in the fourth generation, in Diamond and Pearl, you can catch it in the Trophy Garden. In Platinum, you can also catch it in the Trophy Garden, but it is a daily Pokemon. Um, meaning, well, meaning you have, you know, you have a different chance every day to... You go ahead, you go ahead and you ask uh, Mr. Backlot, or whatever his name is, uh, to see which Pokemon is in his garden at that, uh, during that day, and Meowth is one of the chances. Uh, so I guess that's it for the Pokemon of the episode. Now on to our emails. Today we only had two emails for the show, but I'm actually only going to read one of them, because one of the emails that we did get really didn't have anything to do with anything. Um, it must have been uh, an accidental email or something like that, or this person must have sent it to the wrong address. And it really had nothing to do with the show at all. So I'm going to be I'm going to be reading one of the emails uh, from Dynamic. If you've heard the show before, uh, you you've heard uh, some of his emails. He's always emailing uh, this. Sh- uh, he's always emailing for the podcast. If you've heard the show before, you've heard some of his other uh, previous emails. So I'm going to be reading his today. Um, the question of the episode last time was, how long have you been playing Pokemon? Um, I messed up during the last episode. I noticed I was listening to it, and I said that I've been playing since 1997. Um, I realized, I'm, I'm surprised nobody caught it, uh, that Pokemon didn't come out in the U.S. until 1998. So I meant 1998 when I said 1997 during the last episode. But let's get on to Dynamics' email. Dynamics says, I've been playing Pokemon since just months after coming out. My little brother had a copy, and I tried it and got hooked. I lost the craze a little bit during the Gold and Silver games, but got back but got back addicted to them when I could hook my GBA versions to the GameCube and play on Coliseum. I know you can in the 64 days, but never really hooked me. Keep going with the great podcast, Pokemon Hunter Dynamic. Thanks a lot, Dynamic, and uh, yes, we are going on with the great podcast. Um, uh, also, uh, I had also lost uh, lost some of the craze also around the Gold and Silver days, even though I did buy them and play them, and I bought even two copies of Crystal version, just so I could have one as a boy and one as a girl, you know, because during then you were able to, uh, Crystal was the first game that you were able to choose, you can either be male or female, but uh, yeah, thanks thanks a lot for the email dynamic, and uh, hope to, hopefully to hear you again uh, during our next episode, um, oh, uh, before I forget, you wanted me to go ahead and give a little shout out to a, to a special person, uh, just so all you other listeners know what's going on. Uh, Dynamic was helping me out with uh, my Platinum game a little bit. You know, trading back and forth uh, uh, some Pokemon. And 
During that, he had mentioned to me that he was buying a hamster, and he named his hamster Harry Jr., so he wanted to give a little shout-out to Harry Jr. Uh, on this show, so, you know, here's a little shout-out to uh, Dynamics' new hamster, Harry Jr. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, uh, you know, guys and girls, don't for, uh, don't be afraid to send us an email um, with any suggestions for the podcast that you might have, you know, any any tips you may you may think of or any, any topics you might want to be discussed on the show. Um, you know, we're always open for suggestion, you know, uh, if you just want to say that you like the podcast, you don't like the podcast, whatever. Um, you know, don't forget to go ahead and rate us on iTunes, you know, give us a little review on iTunes also. Um you know, if you like the podcast, if you, this is your first time listening to it, you know, don't forget to go ahead and subscribe to the show. So let's go ahead with the question of the episode for this episode. Since I'm really excited about seeing the remakes of Gold and Silver, since they are confirmed and they will be coming out during maybe the fall of 2009 in Japan, um, our question this time would be, what would you like to see in those new remakes? Um... Would you like to see, you know, like like the gold and silver was before, would you like to see Johto and Kanto in there? You know, these are just, you know, examples. Would you like to see uh, the train still going between Goldenrod City and Celadon City? I think it was Celadon City. Or would you like to, you know, see that still in there? Um, I'm sure they're still going to have, like, berries and stuff like that in the game uh, because, you know, berries were implemented in, in the gold and silver, uh, in the original gold and silver games. Uh, you know, just what would you like to see? In the game, anything added to the game, anything taken out of the game from the fourth generation that you didn't like. You know, I know they had a battle tower in uh, the crystal version of the game. Do you think they'll keep that in these games too? Um, just pretty much, what would you like to see? What would you like to uh, not see in the games, uh, in the new remakes of Gold and Silver when they do come out? I'm sure if you're listening to this episode after uh, after you know Friday uh, after Friday May uh, May 8th, they're going to obviously release some information on the game. So uh, if my question isn't current to whatever time you're listening to, uh, to it, you know, if they release any information, you know, I apologize. But, uh, you know, they just released this information this morning I saw on the internet. And I'm going to go ahead and put uh, links to it on the, uh, on the blog and on the, uh, and on the ID3 tags for the, uh, for the MP3. If you're using like an iPod Touch or an iPhone, you can go ahead and, you know, click, uh, click the, uh, the screen to see the lyrics on your iPod or iPod or on your on your iPhone or iPod Touch and you can go ahead in there and click the links on it to go onto the internet. I'm not sure if that'll work for any other kind of uh, MP3 player. Obviously, I'm sure it won't work on just regular MP3 players. I'm not sure if it'll work on like the Zune or something like that. But I do know it'll work for the iPod with the uh, the ID3 tags me going ahead and putting links in there for those who have the iPhone or iPod Touch. I know that'll work for them. So if you have one of those, I'll put links in there for you guys. And for those who don't have that, I'll put links in the blog itself, um, or even in the uh, the information uh, for the episode. I'll put links there so you guys can go ahead and you know see the article I'm talking about about the gold and silver remakes and stuff like that. I haven't really thought of a, a topic for the next episode because uh, usually I would like to tell you guys what what's uh, what's coming up for the next episode, but I haven't thought of anything yet about it. So hopefully. Uh, within the two weeks, you'll uh, with uh, within two weeks you'll have uh, a decent topic uh, that I would uh, I would be talking about. If you would like to suggest anything, you know, just send us an email to our email address at flashlightstudios at gmail dot com. That's f l a s h l i g h t s t 
U D I O S at G M A I L dot C O M. It's flashlight studios at gmail.com. You can always visit us at our website at flashlight studios.com. If you like the podcast, don't forget to tell your friends about it. Uh, preferably a person that plays Pokemon, that likes Pokemon, that wants to hear me sit here in Babylon for like a half an hour about Pokemon. So I guess that's it for today's episode. My name is Gabriel. And from everyone here at Flashlight Studios, live, laugh, and catch them all.